It's giblets and gravy season. Let's go. Yo, what's up, everybody? Happy that you're listening. Welcome back to the Hitters Only Podcast. I don't know if you're driving. I don't know if you're flying. I don't know if you're walking. I don't know if you're in the back seat, the front seat, or the driver's seat. But I hope you get to where you're going safe this weekend. I hope you're excited. I hope that um, you're going somewhere that you want to be. And that's the important thing. I hope everybody's going to spend time with family or friends. Maybe you're going to a friend's giving. Maybe it ain't even a family kind of thing. But uh, I hope you're getting there safe, and I hope you're listening to Hitters Only. Uh, Get caught up on all my previous episodes. I've had some good guests on in the past. I know that we're a little bit longer in the tooth in conversation. If you hadn't had time to dive deep into those, I hope you do that. But hey, welcome in. It is a season. It's Thanksgiving week. We're jacked up, we're hyped up, and we're ready to go. I'm getting there and gain some weight. <clears throat> That's what I'm uh, fixing to do. In the past two days, I'm trying to offset um, some of what's about to happen, and I've been running 15 minutes of cardio, uh, 15 minutes of weights. We're starting off slow, easy. All right, nobody's trying to David Goggins this thing right off the bat. So don't judge. But we've been sweating it out. I got the sweatshop going out here in the shop. I got the <clears throat> I got the treadmill set up. I got the weight bench set up. And we've been repping it out, getting ready for them mashed taters and uh, every kind of casserole that you can think of. And we're going to tear it up. We're going to have a good time. Ate, ate a very large Mexican meal tonight to give, give myself a good base to stretch the stomach out. You know, I'm trying to be responsible. You don't want to do too much stretching in one day. You know, I did a little stomach prep tonight, ate too much, then got on the treadmill, juggled that around in there a little bit, did a little slushing, a little sloshing. Um, So we're ready. We're fired up. Like I said, if you're going somewhere out of state, out of town, I hope you get there safe. Hope you have a good time and come on back to us. So shout out to all you good people. And uh, real quick, uh, just to get into a couple sponsors right before we get started into the pod. Uh, I have laser engraved solutions at laserengravedsolutions.com. And that's laser-engraved-solutions.com. Thomas Kloos is the owner and operator of that business, and uh, he does a great job. He can pretty much engrave pretty much any little knickknack you can think of, cups, uh, cup holders, uh, any small pieces of wood. He can make small signs, uh, carve something into a Yeti cup, anything like that. It's a really, really cool deal that he does. Um, Just an absolute um, great business for gifts, especially around Christmas, you know, graduations, weddings, anniversaries, anything you can think of like that where you might need just a simple little gift that uh, is maybe going to be sentimental. He can even engrave pocket knives. So just anything like that. Uh, give him a look and you can get on Instagram and just or Facebook and look up uh, laser engraved solutions and uh, all of his information will be on his website or on social media and you guys can contact him to get whatever you need for your laser engraving solutions. 
All right, coming up second, we got Last Cast of Slumber. I know I've been talking about this a little bit on my last uh, two or three episodes, but Last Cast of Slumber is a small owner-operated sawmill in Last Cast of Tennessee between myself and uh, my good buddy PJ. And uh, we cut reclaimed wood into any size, shape, or dimension that you would like. And that is pressure-treated good uh, wood. We always have that in stock and... um, now we cut to order. We don't usually keep uh, much on the shelf, but if you give us enough time, uh, a week or so, we usually can fill pretty much any order, no matter how small or big. We might not build your house for you, but dadgummit, we can build a fence or something like that. So we've already built a pole barn ourselves doing it and all kinds of stuff. And you can get on Last Cast This Lumber at Facebook and get any of the uh, information that you need. Um, you can contact us on that. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Man, it absolutely poured down rain last night and this morning, and man, that was nice. It has not rained in a while. We've been in very droughty conditions here in Middle Tennessee, and that was great. I don't want to start off this podcast talking about the weather. That's usually not a good sign. That usually means that I don't have anything else to talk about, but... I'm not going to get uh, too long-winded on this episode. I know everybody's uh, probably busy this week and not going to be doing much podcasting um, unless you're traveling, and uh, I know i got plenty of content out there for you good folks, but I just wanted to jump in here tonight, talk to my people, and have a good time, and uh, drink a cold beer, and um, get fired up for the Thanksgiving season. So without further ado, let's get into the hitters of the week. And uh, again, guys, if you want to listen to all the hitters that I've talked about on this show, you can get on Apple Music and search Staley Haynes, and that is S-T-A-L-E-Y, and then Haynes is H-A-Y-N-E-S. Don't get it twisted. It ain't Stanley. It ain't Staley. So you can look that up, uh, myself on there, and um, the hitters only logo and playlist will be on there, and you can jam out. To all the jams that I've been talking about. Coming in at number one, I thought of this hitter this morning while it was pouring down rain and I was sitting at work. Like the Rain by Clint Black. Like the rain I keep on for you. Good jam right there, old school jam. And uh, I wanted to kind of think of a song that fits the Thanksgiving season. I thought about it for a minute. A couple of songs um, came popped into my head grandma got ran over by a reindeer is obviously a hitter of christmas but i feel like a hitter christmas song or a hitter thanksgiving jam is none other than family tradition by hank williams i mean good gosh put that on the jamma when you're hanging out with your uncle i mean that's a good time right there so Family Tradition by Hank Williams, of course, and Spoon Man by Soundgarden. So y'all crank those, slam them, bang them, jam them. Those are the hitters of the week, like The Rain by Clint Black, Family Tradition by Hank Williams, and Spoon Man by Soundgarden. Good jams right there. Good jams. And um, my shout-out of the week um, is actually a guy that I ran into on Instagram Reels playing a little song. His name is Tim Gooden, and that's G-O-O-D-I-N. Pills and Poverty is the song. 
I guess he is a part of the band The Riverside. So that's Tim Gooden, Pills and Poverty by The Riverside. And I thought that was a neat little song. He seemed like he was a decently talented guy. Like I said, I haven't really done um, too much investigating in him. I looked up some of his stuff on iTunes and listened to him a little bit, and he was all right. Um, it's hard these days to tell what some of these guys are trying to do. You know, the Oliver Anthony thing happened, and now I feel like that's what everybody's trying to do. They're trying to create an anthem, and they're trying to create that one hit a quitta. And, you know... Although I do appreciate a one-time banger, man, you got to make quality stuff because a one a one-hit wonder is a one-hit wonder, and you will be forgotten, and uh, your song will go down in history, but you will not. You know, that's a uh, a lot of artists are trying to do that. They're trying to get the next biggest thing by that one song. They're trying to go viral, as some would say. So I don't know. I don't know how this guy is, but um, a lot of you guys have been sending me music through uh, Messenger on, on Facebook or Instagram. I really appreciate that. If you have my number, just send it straight to the telephone. And uh, I like that. That way I can uh, get in there and see what we got going on. I love finding new music. I love uh, telling you guys about it. It's fun. That's what I like doing. That's what Hitters Only is all about. We're trying to discover new things. And uh, jam out and have a good time. So, anyways, uh, I'm going to get in to my trivia questions of the week. Alrighty. I will always love you was written by which country star just to repeat the question i will always love you by a song um the hit was sung by whitney houston was originally sung by which country artist none other than miss Dolly Parton. There you go. How about that? How about that? It's coming in number two. Willie Nelson's battered old Martin guitar was called what? Trigger! Thing was called Trigger, boy. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Willie Nelson liked to call his guitar Trigger. So, anyways, those are two trivia questions of the day. A lot, little bit of news about old Dolly Parton. She uh, made an appearance at the uh, UT Georgia game where Tennessee got their tail whooped. So, uh, that was fun. But, yeah, Dolly Parton came out there, absolutely killed it. You know, I got some negative feedback about Dolly. Um, saw some online. Got some in person. Wild. Wild. Lady has done more for the state of Tennessee than probably any other person in existence, minus freaking Davy Crockett. All right, so done an astonishing job with children, uh, sending out millions of free books. 
every year and uh just um just a wonderful lady you know got dollywood and just uh she's really just the heart of tennessee a super sweetheart had a beautiful voice back in the day does her best to still uh sing better than most people can i'd i'd sit there and listen to her sing rocky top any damn day so thank you dolly we love you and we we hope you keep on chugging along so that was fun to see anyways um i wanted to kind of get into some uh some turkey day stats and so i looked up some of the uh strange statistics of what's going on thanksgiving and uh, it looks like americans spend one billion dollars on turkeys every thanksgiving wow that is astonishing with one billion dollars you could buy a small island an nfl football team or uh I don't know, maybe a family or something. You could you could buy a lot of stuff with that. So that's insane that we spend one billion one billion one point five actually on just freaking turkeys. I've never seen a turkey farm, but I'd love to see it. Good gosh. I'm ready. I bought my turkey from uh bought my turkey from UGO in uh, Murfreesboro. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it is one of the best places to get meat in Murfreesboro for super cheap. I don't know. They might butcher it right there in the back of the grocery store. It's a, um, it's a, it's, it's not a fancy grocery store, okay? It is not the Kroger on um, Veterans. It is not a Publix. It is an, it's kind of like an oddball grocery store. Like they sell stuff that other grocery stores didn't sell or uh, didn't want, or uh, even things that food companies have made that didn't maybe work out. Um, that's most of their packaged goods, but they get great meat. All their meat is fresh. I've talked to their butcher before. He said they get all good grade A meat. I just bought some baby back ribs there, full big O racks of baby back ribs, raw, for $7 a piece. That's crazy. That's so cheap. You can buy briskets there. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's pretty wild um, how good the quality of their meat is. Um, the variety of what they have is nice. Anyways, I'm getting off on a on a freaking UGO um, commercial, but yeah, check that out. It's right off the square in Murfreesboro. That's where I got my turkey this year. It's Dethon. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, sir. Gonna do a little Cajun butter. So. 2,300 structures catch fire from cooking accidents on Thanksgiving Day every year. So, um, guys, don't fry the turkey on the deck. Don't fry it in the garage. Don't fry it on your front porch. Fry it out in your driveway, okay? At least 20 feet from your house. Get out there, get away from it, and <clears throat> do not fry turkey inside your house. Bad, bad idea. So keep that thing outside, boys. We don't wanna we don't wanna catch nothing on fire. Coming up next, the average American gains eight pounds from Thanksgiving to January first. I can believe that. Like I said earlier, I'm trying to offset some of that right now. 
yeah, I mean, that's just what happens. Thanksgiving happens, mass amounts of leftovers, and um, sweet season happens. And it's always like wherever you work, people around the holidays just, God bless them, but man, the free food around the holidays is wild. People just get in those kitchens, they go nuts, they bring cookies and cakes and stuff to work, and it's just sitting on the break room table, and man, is it not just very tempting to smash a couple of pieces of that. You know, everybody likes to sneak in the old break room every once in a while in the middle of the day. Maybe you know your boss is in the bathroom. Maybe uh, the front desk lady is um, doing her normal walk around or something. You know, it's good to get in there, sneak a little bite of that, that pineapple pie. Get you a bite of that coconut cake. Sneak an Oreo. Maybe eat the cookies um, with the icing and the sprinkles. Everybody likes to get in there. Um, you know, it's donut season. Let's get after it. So, and don't be too hard on yourselves. Run an extra mile. Eat the donut. It's all right. It's almost Christmas. We're uh, being thankful this season. Eat something good. All right. The last thing I got for you that, that I thought was um, interesting is 4.7 million people fly on Thanksgiving weekend. That is a lot of people coming and going. I'm not really sure what the normal statistic is for people flying on a normal weekend, but 4.7 people flying around the nation uh, to go see loved ones and family and friends and all that good stuff. So, that's wild. Y'all stay safe. Safe. Stay safe and uh, stay safe. Stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. It is the season. So, you know, I've struggled the last couple of Thanksgivings. It's all started mm, two years ago. We had a Friendsgiving at the Pritchard's house, and I volunteered to smoke the turkey which it was a phenomenal turkey. Um, but anyways, I bring this sucker straight from the smoker over to the Pritchard's house. There's probably 20 people there. And, um, you know, I haven't cut the turkey, so um, me and my good friend Gary um, were standing in front of this turkey. And um, I was talking to him and showing, you know, telling him, like, yeah, you know, I did a Cajun turkey, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, man, it looks awesome. <clears throat> I was like, yeah, I've never actually done this before. This is my first time cooking a turkey, smoking a turkey. And guys, look, I've I've turkey hunted many times and killed several turkeys in my lifetime. I've cleaned them, cut their breast out, done everything. Um, should know how to slice and dice a um, cooked turkey, but I had no idea how to do that. That was very embarrassing. Gary wouldn't tell me at first, and he was laughing at me because I was just cutting this thing. I was just butchering it. I was just cutting it up. So once I finally got that thing cut up, um, the uh, pack of giblets and the turkey neck were still inside the turkey. I never took it out. I didn't know that was in there, and I'm not sticking my hand inside the turkey. I mean, I wouldn't go and investigate. I just threw the sucker in the smoker, you know? So... And, man, he thought that was hilarious. 
he was dying laughing because I didn't take this uh, paper package out of there with giblets and the turkey neck. Um, so, yeah, that was really embarrassing. And then the next year, I actually uh, was making fun of myself, and I texted him like two days before Thanksgiving. I was like, hey, it is the season. Make sure you take your turkey ne- neck and giblets outside of your turkey before you smoke it. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. Well, I literally forgot again and did the same thing last year. So this year I will remember to take the turkey neck and the giblet packet out of the inside of the turkey. Guys, I don't know your age. I don't know if you're a boy or a girl. But keep it real. Make a turkey on Thanksgiving. It's what we need. It's American tradition. We must keep it going. Anyways, let's get into the quote of the week. I just kind of wanted to structure a quote around being thankful. And uh, so this is what I found. It says, The world has, a, has enough beautiful mountains and meadows, spectacular skies and serene lakes. It has enough lush forests, flowered fields, and sandy beaches. It has plenty of stars And the promise of a new sunrise and sunset every single day. What the world needs more of is people to appreciate it and enjoy it. So, appreciate the world you live in. Appreciate the people that you're surrounded by. And uh, be thankful. Be thankful for family. Be thankful for friends. Be thankful for your health. Be thankful for your current situation. You know... Sometimes it's um it's good to break down moments of your day if you're having if you're having a bad day. And sometimes you have to break your day down into the moment that you're in right then and appreciate that uh nothing tra- tragic is happening to you right then and there and that everybody in your family is safe and that you're safe and you're healthy and just because you're in a bad mood or somebody said something to you that you don't like or uh you don't like where you're going Um, maybe you don't like where you just came from suck it up buttercup be in a better mood there's people that are sweating it out right now that are in not so good of situations yeah Uh, i think uh, i think myself and um, some of my close friends can relate to that right now people go through hard times so you really do need to be thankful for the good times if you're going through a hard time keep powering through Uh, Keep moving forward. Do everything that you can do to make that situation better if you can control it. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you got to leave it in God's hands. Sometimes you just have to wait and see what's going to happen. And uh, that's a scary thing to do. But uh, being thankful for the good times is is, um, something that you can focus on a lot. So we all have a good life, at least most of us do, that live in this country. And you should be thankful to live in it. Anyways, guys, I hope, like I said, I hope everybody's having a good week. You know, you might be, you might be talking to your cousin, you know, that you're hanging out with around the holidays. Tell your cousin about hitters only. Do a little promoting for your boy. My numbers are looking good. The show's doing well. And uh, it's been a good time. I hope everybody's having a good hunting season. I know I fired up last weekend. I didn't get to do any muzzleloader hunting this this uh, this season, but I got out there on opening day. 
the gunshots in the distance were popping off. I was seeing uh, a lot of posts of people killing deer, and I did not. I got skunked again. Not doing well, guys. Not doing well. Had a uh, had a deer processing place open up right down the road from me, which is exciting. And I just drive by there and just see all the trucks out there, and it's so disappointing. So I'm ready to smoke Bambi. I'm ready to get a freaking buck on the ground. Um, hey, if you kill a big buck, tag your boy in it. Tag hitters only. Hit or buck, baby. Let's do it. So I'm excited. I want to talk to some hunters. Uh, I think I may have a couple of guys coming in. I know Gary's going to come in after hunting season and do a little recap with me, talk a little bit uh, more hunting with him. Um, there's another guy uh, I've been messaging back and forth a little bit who's an avid hunter of a, dump, a bunch of different uh, critters that he might come in here and uh, do a little cutting up with me about about that stuff. So, hey, you want to talk a little hunting, hit your boy up. I'm I'm ready. All my shooting blinds are set up, ready to go, and I'm ready to get I'm ready to get settled in and uh, get down to it. Um, you know, opening day was good. It was good. I have not figured out how to not take a crap when I go hunting. It's difficult. Nature nature called, and uh, I'm sitting in the blind. Tummy's rumbling, and uh, it had to happen. So. You know, I probably scared off a couple of deer. Who know? I don't. I didn't even see a squirrel after that. You know, there probably won't be nothing around my shooting blind except a uh, a coyote. So we got to do better. We got to do better. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to do about that. It it's an issue. It it's it's an issue. So, anyways, you know. If I've, if I've learned anything about hunting season in Tennessee, <laughs> it's that if you wear camo into a gas station, conversations in gas stations about hunting are hilarious. If you go into a public place with camo, someone's granddaddy's going to ask you a question. You kill anything this morning? And that'll just be some man. What? Wait. What? Did you kill anything this morning? Just be some old man standing behind you. I used to hunt back there on Betty Ridge. And they'll start telling you about their stories. And man, you will get some attention if you're in full hunting attire in public in Tennessee. That is 100%. And I love it. I love it. So. That's always a funny thing that you experience during hunting season. Or, man, you can you can wear camo in July, and somebody be like, "What you hunting?" And you be like, "Nothing, dude. Dang, chill out, man. It's just a camo t-shirt." <laughs> oh boy, I love it. But anyways, um, I know I said uh, a couple episodes ago that I want to start leaving you guys with a funny story. That might include myself or somebody else or something in the news or something like of the sort. Somebody texted me this week and, and reminded me, sent me a funny meme that reminded me of a story of something that happened to me, oh gosh, probably seven or eight years ago uh, when me and, me and my wife, Kalon, first got married. 
and we lived in a very old house in the middle of Murfreesboro. In this particular house, the um, the uh, air return vent was in the floor. It was a big old grate, metal grate on the floor that you could walk on, but that was the return vent. That's um, or it was an old furnace or something. But there was a massive, uh, I mean, four by four big vent in the in the hallway floor. And it, I'm pretty sure it was a return vent. Anyways, at this particular time, I was working at Nissan. I had just started uh, recently at Nissan. And um, I was uh, passed out in bed. And my Kalen was in the shower. And June, our dog, used to like to lay in the hallway right outside of our bedroom door. And she would lay on top of that vent because cool air would come up through it from under the house. So she liked laying on top of that. Well, I think it was storming, something of the sort. Something startled her. And at the time, she was wearing a collar with a rabies tag on it. Well, when she laid down on that um, big air vent, her rabies tag went perfectly in between one of the little tiny slots and then turned sideways as she was laying there. Probably didn't even know it. And something startled her, and she jumped up, dragged, pulled the whole entire big uh, metal air vent cover out of the floor, dragged it down the hallway, which I didn't know what was going on. I immediately jump out of the bed because it sounds like literally somebody just kicked in my front door. Jump out of bed, walk out into the hallway, and boom. All of a sudden, I am literally under the house. I fell down into this duck that goes under the house, completely sliced my shin open, terribly have a huge scar from it so I basically fell forward cut my shin open fell backwards cracked my back and then fell down into the house complete black and then I start screaming for Kaylin because I thought that I had broke my back and my leg and June somehow got out of being attached to the grate and she ran back down the hallway towards me and fell in there on top of me so, yeah, and uh, that was one of the worst moments of my life. Kaylin literally had to get out of the shower, go to Walmart, get some bandages, and uh, come and doctor me up, and that was absolutely awful. So, <laughs> anyways, thought I'd uh, leave y'all with that little story. It was not fun, but it was an experience, and... Ooh, just thinking about it really just just hurts my feelings. It it just was not not okay. Anyways, guys, I hope everybody's doing well. Y'all stay safe. If you want to uh, hit your boy up on Instagram, look me up at uh, Hitters Only Podcast. Look me up on Facebook at Hitters Only Podcast. And like I said, it thanks everybody for listening. Hope everybody has a wonderful, thankful Thanksgiving. And uh, I hope everybody's safe out there. 
hug your cousin, kiss your aunt, do all the fun stuff. Play Uno. I don't know. Whatever your family does. Maybe get into a good game of spoons. I don't know. We used to play that back in the day. You know, talk to your uncle. Cut it up. Yell at the TV because the football team's playing. Do something fun. Sit out there and drink beer, fry a turkey, and uh, eat too much food. It is a season. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you.